everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a job for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Talk to me about the, the senators getting the classified briefings on uh, UFOs. Yeah, well, here's the interesting thing. It's easy to laugh at this, easy to think it's silly or it's just a bunch of, uh, of uh, hokum out there. But Senator Mark Warner, who is the vice chair of the Intelligence Committee, said, look, I think it's important. He told us just this afternoon, I think it's important that the military is taking this more seriously now than they did in the past. Mm, welcome to Everything Old is New again. We're back and better than ever with another update on the UFOs. I am here with the delegate at large himself, David Cohen. Yes. Hello. <laughs> From space, <laughs> he's a he's he's a spaceman himself. He's a little spaced out. If yeah, you know. no, this is my favorite subject. It really is. I like it. All right, well, I that's do. good. I like. I'm to a hear skeptic, that. but I, I'm I want to believe. And you see a lot going on. There's a lot of discussion of what's happening these days, and uh, some of yes. this has been caught by you know and researched by our crack team, which basically is the good doctor, Doctor John Viviani, is who's, here, who's joining us. Yes, yes ufologist extraordinaire. You ufologist what do we say we always can't get this right we we, we never get it right <laughs> so ufologist extraordinaire or ufo enthusiast Can i we think say both i think of those? i think john you were okay with ufo enthusiasts. yes um you were last you, you were a little uncomfortable with ufologist because that was too much of an official designation uh, if i recall yeah I'm a, I'm a you have a staff i have a staff it's true we he still, does have a staff i think that qualifies you as a ufologist but the staff doesn't necessarily get involved with ufos but it's a staff <laughs> on the left. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> and after this, they may not have a practice. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> now, speaking of not having anything to look forward to when you get home at night, this guy, Virginia, this Virginia Democrat, Mark Warner, who's the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, has recently, and as recent as this past summer, 2019, said, listen, there's a lot going on here. I want briefings. I want to know what's going on on the UFO front. It says there's defense appropriation panels have been coming out of the woodwork to obtain information. Briefings have reportedly been organized by the Navy and have included a staff and an undersecretary of the Defense of Intelligence. That's pretty impressive, is it not, David well, Cohen? Well, it was a slow summer. <laughs> <laughs> they needed some work to do. Hey, let's, uh, let's take a look at some UFOs, maybe. All right, well, you Cut out of here at 3 o'clock. What do you slow? say, guys? What do you think of the House Representative Mark Walker? Now, that's no, a I, different guy. I, Wait a minute. Separate. One was the senator. Right. They sound similar, the names. Yeah. And one now is in the House of Representatives. Representative Mark Walker, he's on the Homeland Committee, the House Committee on Homeland Security. And he also is saying, there's a lot going on here. I want na the Navy to brief me on their UFO intelligentsia. What's happening? I want regular briefings. They're not going to get them. Why not? Because it's on a to no basis. It's from 
from my research shows me <laughs> yes. no, that even even the even the president what doesn't have laugh? access doesn't have access <laughs> the way to, he said it <laughs> to to the act to, you know to the information so some congressman's not going to get it they're going to get you know reports from the navy they get those those reports from the radar reports well, what or, kind of reports like we had this guy the tic tac and Alizondo yeah. and all of that yeah, he's a whistleblower but uh they'll get some evidence shown but they're not going to get like oh yeah these are the the results of our investigation is not going to get any answers from if somebody does know answers. It's just not there's no disclosure coming. Well, they're concerned about it. They think there's some technology out there that they don't understand. Well, it may represent a tremendous opportunity for advancements in science and technology uh, that that we need to get involved with. They think that there's something going on in that. Somehow, some technologies out there that we don't understand, and they're not saying it's UFOs necessarily, but it might be another country or something like that, and they're upset about it. Well, there's also a theory that the reason why we're not going to get total disclosure, supposedly, if there are UFOs, they obviously have more advanced energy technology than we do, and it could just think about if all of a sudden there was this not quote free free energy that can get rid of oil and gas and it would disrupt our whole economic system uh, so i don't know that's a skeptical way of well, thinking it here's the other thing at least four known alien species have been visiting earth for thousands of years says the ex-Canadian defense minister, and he continues to blow the whistle. This is an article from, from 2014. I'm sure you're familiar with this gentleman, uh, Paul Haler. And he was in the Defense Commission and, you know, the Minister of National Defense in the 1960s during the Cold War in Canada. And he has been speaking about UFOs and extraterrestrials for quite some time. And he recently made an appearance on a news program called RT in, in uh, Canada saying this business about four known aliens species. What's up? How could a guy that was that high up in a government lose his mind like this and talk about four aliens cultures or whatever types of alien species that are visiting the U.S. What's up with this guy? I don't know. He's, he's, he's either crazy or he knows information. Tasty, Let me tell you he? what he says. You ready for this quote? Yeah. And one of these cases during the Cold War in 1961, there were about 50 UFOs in formation flying south from Russia across Europe. The Supreme, Supreme Allied Commander was very concerned and was ready to press the panic button when they turned around and went back to the North Pole. What was that? Was it on Christmas Eve? Other than that, how do you explain that? Another government agency. They, yeah. These governments well, are getting uh, involved. Get into, you'll get into this later, right? The Russians know yep. a lot. They, they're more open about it than we are. Well, we can jump to that. The Russians now, uh, as recent as 2015, have said to the U.S., tell the world about the aliens that you're familiar with or we will. The Swiss have a forum called WEF, and they have released this information that they obtained from the Prime Minister Medvedev of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs for Russia, who allegedly is claiming this stuff out there, and if the U.S. doesn't come out with it, we're coming out with it. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. Not only have I heard of that, I've heard that there was a Russian general who they were noticing that they were getting UFO sightings over like military installation and he was purposely moving around nuclear missiles and things like that just to try and get the ufos to come and you know get sightings and like kind of trying to bait them into you know so they can see them interesting yeah. david cohen if you don't tell world we will tell world <laughs> that is what i'm saying and what are you going to say what are you going to tell the world that's the question of questions david cohen i i, I you know 
We're not going to get politics here, but these politicians are boobs for the most part. Let's be honest. Every one of Great. them. Every one of them. Now, or most of them, let's, let's be fair. But do you feel that maybe, are we getting to the point where there's enough people that are interested in the topic of UFOs that government officials are just jumping on the bandwagon saying, let me just pretend or let me just make a press release that says, and, a, and a, you know, a, an announcement on a Saturday afternoon in, in front of the press that says, I want to find out about UFOs. I'm going to do that for you. I, let's take a look. And they don't really care. They don't want to follow up. They're just doing it to get a vote. Well, if what John is saying is true, they know they're not going to get a vote. They're not going to get the information. So they might as well come out and ask for it and look like uh, look like a hero. Right. And they'll get people that are interested in this topic voting to for say, them. Is right, that possible? Say, oh, yeah. He likes UFOs, too. I'm voting for him. I don't know why I have a Southern accent there. but um, That could be very interesting to see. Other than I see the Mexican government is releasing state-held secrets that they've protected for 80 years, including photographs and discs that were presented in 2001 to Germany at some conference that show some ancient artifacts that they cannot interpret the language or, or the figurines on the artifact and they're attributing that to an extraterrestrial type of uh, in- interaction. Anyway, it's it's a, a government source that's actually saying that. Take a look at that. It's it's very interesting that the governments are getting involved, and or even foreign governments are involved, and in saying, uh, "Listen, you better you better take notice of of what's up here and let the people know." I don't know. I don't know if there's a UFO situation or it's more just let's get some votes now. It's a different topic to get votes on. You yeah. tell me. Well, this is too big a story to try to cover up. How could you, how could anyone cover up a story like that? It's it's extremely difficult. True, but they're now saying we're releasing information for everyone to figure out. Let's say let's what's say going on. let's say you're in the military. Yeah, that's and a you saw an you saw <laughs> try to make it more. Let's say you're an advisor. To I mean, the I'm military. lucky I could be a Cub Scout leader. I couldn't even do that. Let's okay. say they pick someone out of at, at random right. in the entire U.S. population, and they picked you right. to be an advisor. <laughs> And they showed you evidence of an alien form, right? A breathing, living alien form. You can't sit here and tell me that you would not tell someone, that you will completely keep that to yourself till the day you die. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. That's so, yeah, why well, I wouldn't be chosen. But well, no, but yeah, but others are families. You know, I've heard that they say if you talk, you know, you like like you see in the movies, the families get threatened, or they, or a lot of it's disinformation. They try a lot of it's been they try and ridicule you, call you crazy. Even in in the press, it used to be yeah, little green little green men. You know, they call it little green men. The the, the attitude's changing more now, though, where people aren't as ridiculed to say at least you believe it, or. You know, I want to look into it. 20, 20, 30 years ago, they were like, you know, you're a complete kook. You couldn't even broach the subject. All right, speaking of kooks, Everything Old is New Again will be back right after this. And Everything Old is New Again Network. Write us if you like us, oldnewagain at AOL.com. Come on back. We're talking more UFOs. Dr. John Viviani, David Cohen. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. It's time to commit to finding the answer to search for life beyond Earth. The breakthrough initiatives are making that commitment. We are live. We are intelligent. We must know. With the breakthrough initiative, we will target the nearest million stars, the nearest 100 galaxies, We will target the entire plane of our Milky Way galaxy, including the center. 
with its billions of stars. And we'll be looking for any transmissions at radio waves and including optical light, laser light. Ah, we're back and everything old is new again, talking all things UFO with David Cohen, of course, Douglas Viviani, and a member of the Rogues Gallery, Dr. John Viviani, who's been here, I believe, 15 times. Because there's been other topics besides UFO. He's been on other shows. Like and our cookie tasting show. The cacophony of cookies. How do you like that? Do you don't like that title? Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, fifteen's a <laughs> fifteen is a lot. When do people get the um, everything? Everything old is new again. Uh, classic burgundy jacket for having been on the show twenty times. Uh, so he's got five more. Five more to go. I, yes. I wanna it's be, a beautiful jacket. I want to be the, the everything old is new again Hall of Fame. Well, that's sort of its membership into the club by having the burgundy jacket. You right. are an official member of the club. Exactly. So same thing. Yeah. Now, who's not in our Hall of Fame is Stephen Hawking, but he... Do you think he'd be as famous if he wasn't like he was before he passed away? Uh, I don't know, because I, I a lot of his opinions, I, with all due respect, I don't agree with a I lot problem, of what he says. I got a problem with what he says. Yeah, I, I really... I mean, he might be a genius on some levels, but then he starts going into talking about religion and talking about God and talking about creation. What I, He goes off the end. Anyway, he has put his effort when he was around behind what's called the breakthrough listen and that's what we just heard a little introduction of him talking about it and someone that's in charge of that so has mark zuckerberg zuckerberg who has all the money in the world has neither put any dollars behind that uh that breakthrough listen but they did want to shine the light on it so they did that recently and it was in the uh, in, in the papers. It was everywhere. Where they're now established an organization that is listening, listening, listening out there for some sounds from somewhere else. What's going on? Can we find any alien activity through sounds? That probably is the most. Uh, I'm not going to say intelligent, but the easiest thing, right? Instead of sending somebody out there, just listen, listen, what's going on out there, or no? Yeah. Well, I've heard other opinions. You know, because they have SETI, it's a search for extraterrestrial right. intelligence. That was for radio waves. They do, but I I heard one opinion that that's like kind of useless. They should be looking at other wavelengths, not radio waves. They should be looking for UV light or or, or just different spectrum waves because uh, it, it could be. It, 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 they shouldn't limit it to radio waves. That's what they said. <laughs> that was a conversation ender right there. No. You know, why Why just, why radio? Well, I'm, I'm stumped because I honestly don't know what they what, what, what else are they listening yeah, to? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. No, I mean, right. UV, I mean, well, they should be looking for other, like, UV, the, uh, things on the different different wavelengths, ultraviolet light, um there's a there's different other, spectrums. Other you have to ask. It's more scientific. All right, because here's a little quote of what they've have heard. Yeah, and they just make a little note here, and they say, although unlikely, the study notes, which is from this organization, Breakthrough Listen, there is a possibility that the signals are due to highly peculiar chemical composition in a small fraction of galactic halo stars. Yeah, they get natural. What waves. is that? Just like, they, yeah, stuff they, going on. They get natural wa radio waves coming from. Outer space, which are not—they're uh, natural. They're not—they're not, not extraterrestrial. They're not even from us. So, but they're on the radio spectrum. So, so but what we, we want to hear is we want to hear their, like their broadcast, if yeah, you but, will, of you know. But who says their broadcast or, or whatever they communicate on is on our radio wavelength? wavelength right. So beyond, in other words, like a dog whistle, it's beyond yes, what we can hear. Yes, different wavelengths, different spectrums. Right, but what we are looking for, if it would be on our wavelength, is what? Their form of Jack Benny or something. 
Like they want to see what. Yeah. what <laughs> like everything, want. everything new is old again. Like <laughs> right. some other mirror image of what we're doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Instead of everything old is new again. Yeah. Gotcha. Now that makes sense. Everything they could even say everything new is old again. No, I don't no. know where to go with that either. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> no, it makes yeah, sense. But, right. Well, what's the difference between this guy, the new, the, what they're doing now, and SETI? Well, they are looking for more than just radio signals. They're looking for any kind of signal. They've analyzed beams of light oh, there you go. from 234 stars. And what they say is, of course, only a fraction of the 2.5 million stars that are out there. So they they got beacons that, that's out there. So they, it's not looking, just radio. No, they're looking for all kind of stuff. That's exactly right. Um, the hypothesis suggests that intelligent life would be uh, would use a more sophisticated optical beam than, say, radio waves to reveal its existence. What did I just say? Exactly. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> Regardless, prepare yeah. or not, you got it right. Mm-hmm. Now we got <laughs> we got <laughs> astronaut. <laughs> Cut that out too. Pays the by the best. Yeah, exactly. We have astronaut Edgar Mitchell from Apollo 14. He was a lunar module pilot on the moon for 33 hours with Alan Shepard, and he's talking about what would be the best book if you're just interested in finding this out, because he, before he passed away at 85 a couple of months ago, uh, was a very big proponent of UFOs. Yeah, I'd be too at 85. Um, if somebody just wanted to read one book to find out what the score is, it would be a book called Undisclosed by uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, MD, who is one of the best ufologists in the world and has been in this business uh, for years and years and years. And the reason is because he, he quotes people who have seen them, people who have been working on extraterrestrial on sh- airships to replicate the, uh, the visiting airships, uh, people who have been working in what we call the black ops. Uh, well, now, this is interesting. Who's this fella Greer? Is he like the next Milton Stanton Friedman, yeah. whatever his name Stephen is? Stephen Greer, he's been around forever. He was an emergency room medical doctor who, I don't know the impetus as to why he quit his job, but he's now full-time UFO um, explorer. Uh, researcher who has access to he's spoken to high uh, military people congressmen he's he's put t- together what's called a disclosure project where uh, he spoke before Congress and I believe it was 2001 uh, giving t- t- all this testimony about all these uh, highly classified document declassified documents that he's got from our government and other governments he has over 5,000 uh, uh, contacts that he's do- documented he's very knowledgeable uh, he, he just came out with a movie a second movie I think his movie is called disclosure um, it's privately funded. So, what makes him different than anyone else? I, I don't know. Well, he's very not. He's full time. He's knowledgeable. He's invest. He's he's actually. This is what uh, he does. Spoken to these people and. Well, he claims done. he has as well. He does. Well, he's spoken to high level officials, right. Off the record and like you government say, officials. Government officials. Back and, to that. And, and he went to Congress, and then congressmen were asking him, "Well, if this story is true, it's a, it's the biggest story of all time." Why isn't the press reporting it? They're asking <laughs> press. Him. I mean, let's, let's like, go. Yeah, he goes, yeah. well, what do you think? He goes, because there's, there's you know, people are, are, are controlling the, what comes yeah, out. Yeah, the press are, and, are, are, and, um, got a problem. We can no, do a show on that. It's he, a we can do a there. whole show on Stephen Greer. He's, he's, he's the guy you should research next. I mean, why aren't the press? We're doing it. Why doesn't the press follow up on this UFO stuff? But maybe they will with these senators and congressmen that are talking about it now. I see it more on, on all the stations now talking about it, not always laughing about it. Now, what about Scott Kelly? 
Kelly, who was an astronaut, in, uh, and he generated some buzz recently because he's got some photos uh, that he likes to send out. Um, from the view of the windows of the space station, and one has a cigar-shaped object glowing uh, with a metallic body outside of the space station. And I've got the picture here. So it's interesting. He's not covering up. He's at least saying, hey, I don't know what it is. There it is. So they're not afraid anymore to even talk about it. Yeah. And I think that's due to our efforts here on everything old. Because there's nobody else covering this stuff besides close to us. Am I wrong? We're the groundbreakers. That's but thank you. They're all coming out of the woodworks. Well, don't forget the the advent of the internet. Really, you know, people can get information now where they couldn't get it before. So it's really getting harder and harder to to hide it. To hide the stuff. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I'm wondering with David Cohen. It's upper right hand corner there, Mr. Cohen. Uh, do you think there's anything? Uh, forget the picture. What do you think of ask two astronauts now that have come out and said, you know, listen, it's it's possible, man. What's up? What is the lack of oxygen's effect on the brain <laughs> when you've been up in space too often? Do you start seeing things? Well, gravity. I think it gives it a lot of weight, actually, and I think that between that and the senators and you know anyone. Um, with some, I guess, you know, credentials that can be taken seriously. Respectability, Respectability right. I think, definitely helps move it, this to the top. It's of not forward. just a farmer in Iowa saying, I saw something at night. Exactly. It's pilots, right. astronauts, cops. Not that there's anything wrong with the farmer in Iowa listening to us on WKXL. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. In <laughs> fact, hi. How are you? Thanks <laughs> for listening. By the way, the farmer in Iowa is going to be the one that sees a UFO better than the guy yeah, well, in New York City because right. the, the skies are more beautiful yeah. and there's no pollution. Pollution and right. you can see all that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the people say, why is it always in the Midwest? That's why, to me. I mean, if you're looking in the night sky in a city, yeah. you're seeing reflections and lights, and it's not the same. That's true. So anyway, we'll be back right this and everything old is new again to continue talking all things UFOs with UFO extraordinaire. I'm trying to find a better term for the good stuff. Extraordinaire. Doctor. I'll take extraordinary. All right. We'll be back right this and everything old is new again. I'm going to watch that movie from Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. You really believe that UFOs exist? Why? Well, I think uh, the preponderance of anecdotal evidence from pilots, from law enforcement people, from people who've had experiences and sightings, my own experience, what I saw and what I feel. Mm -hmm. They're here, they're looking at us, and I've got to say, the way mankind is behaving, they're probably very disappointed. Okay, well, they're not disappointed in uh, everything old is new again. And why that Dan Aykroyd would not return any kind of communication to us, We all we want to do is have him on the show, and he ignores us completely. Why is that? Is there a conspiracy there? So what's going He's on all these other podcasts and whatever. We're on a national broadcast radio show, and this guy doesn't even respond. He, he knows the truth, and he will not reveal it. <laughs> That's my guess. We, we, he knows that our questions would be, would be pointed. You know, I, I think he has some inside information as to somebody was imitating the Blues Brothers, and he didn't really... Yeah, like in high school, that could be it. Yeah. We could like, have offended him with the Blues Brothers back in 1980. Yeah, we well, we certainly offended a lot of other people. <laughs> <laughs> right, what does he see, though? What are we talking about Dan Aykroyd for? Um, I, I have didn't discuss with Bruce that, but, uh, <laughs> but they were definitely... Uh, well, there was one... Uh, well, two specifically were definite... Aerial constructs uh, of some kind, with, with uh, one of them with a light and, and one of them dull, 
uh, gray. And they were they were structures, and one of them going very slow, one of them hovering over me, and then there were the two that uh, that my wife and friends and I saw high altitude sighting many years ago in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yeah, no, I, I believe uh, I believe that uh, that like like Lord uh, you know the Lord Hill Norton said that there's probably many species coming and going. I mean, if he wanted to, I would promote that that skull vodka that he's selling. Isn't that what he sells these days? It's skull vodka, and he's got the new uh, gold. Uh, what's it? Ghostbusters movie he's promoting and trying to get off the ground. We would talk about that. Why would why wouldn't he come on this show? I think we're he's t- ready to talk about UFOs and some boob. Who who was that guy was talking to? Why can't he talk to us? Maybe we're too big for him. It's pot. I mean, it's Why a small would we studio. have him? It's a small studio. We, Maybe we, we wouldn't can, come we in. We can go bigger. We don't need him. We've had Nicholas Meyer. We've had uh, we got Jerry Cooney coming up. We got <laughs> 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 we got some good guests coming up. What the heck? Whose star is brighter, Jerry <laughs> Cooney or Dan Aykroyd? Well, listen, at this point I'd give in it time, a Cooney. I would too. Exactly. This this Aykroyd. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the guy. But all right, so that's what he's all about. He's 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 involved. Do the fact that celebrities now are coming on board. Beside, and I have others we'll we'll talk about coming on board talking about UFOs and a possibility. Does that help or does that hurt? Our discussion, because we were just saying that the U.S. government and governments in, in the world are starting to come alive a little bit with this and, and, the, and a little bit more of the mainstream media a little bit. Are we going to take a step backwards now with this press, with, with, you I, know, with the celebrities? I yes or no? I don't think I don't think celebrities help. I don't think people like hearing what celebrities have to say. I agree. David? I think celebrities set the movement back, if anything. Yeah. I agree. Because why, though? What are you, why are we saying that? Because when a celebrity says something about seeing a UFO... Uh, you know, it, not not to take anything away from celebrities, but they're heard because they're celebrities, and it doesn't mean that everything they say is right. is the gospel. Right. And I think a lot of people who know that, you know, unfortunately, when you hear a celebrity speak, I think the knee jerk reaction for most people is, yeah, all right, such as Why? this. Why? Who cares? Exactly. And Demi Lovato, you are friends with Demi Lovato. You- she has some ideas about things, uh, aliens. Very much believes in that. I am on board. You are on board. So when I was 14, maybe I was in my backyard playing basketball with some friends, and I looked up in the sky, and there was three flying saucers. Really? So this is Hollywood, and everyone was like, it's a movie, it's a movie set. And I was convinced it was real, and and I looked up online, uh, and there was three identical sightings in other states. Wow. And uh, so I'm a firm believer so, in aliens. I interrupt you for a minute. Hold that? that thought. That's Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas from the Jonas God Brothers. God love him, but so what? At 16, you looked in the sky, you saw a UFO, yeah. and online in Iowa, I said Iowa again, but you know, in Arizona and Nevada, somebody also he, saw it, and that's and his proof? He automatically said there were flying saucers. He just he, right. he didn't say something identified. How do you know it was a flying saucer? And how do you know it was aliens? He, right. You know, how do you know it's not a, a, a cigar shaped? How do you know it wasn't a weather balloon? Yeah. <laughs> or what? How it was that somebody didn't throw a, you know, a, you know, a, his one of his guitars in the in the air and hit him on the he head. Should, he should have been more specific as to what. I he mean, said. I like. This. I'm glad that he talked about it, but I'm not glad because that that no. That, oh, I looked on the internet. This is this the millennium. I don't know. Millennial. I, I look on the internet and I saw somebody else also saw it in two other states. I mean, he said it in a far away, and that's your proof. I, with all due respect, David Cohen, you were saying before about the uh, celebrities. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of statement that that makes people think that this is all just a big hoax. Or but, what's it based like? He's it's based on yeah presenting that, that, no evidence whatsoever no. and saying it's he like anything it. else. And when you hear a celebrity, like are they just saying this just so they could be in the news and somebody they're relevant about good or bad? Like oh yeah, they, you know because their whole career is based on being known and being out there. I mean, they they want to is it self promotion or is it real? 
Right, right. And, you and, don't know and that, what's right. the thought behind it? You know, like, is there a thought? Like, you have thoughts behind it. You've investigated. You have a staff. You've have been a on a radio show for 15 times. I have There's a, a lot going on here. This is not a goof to you. <laughs> I mean, this is serious business sometimes. <laughs> it's quite serious. <laughs> now, I want to talk about Tom Cruise because people pick on this guy. I don't think it's worthwhile. I think this guy has a, a handle on things because listen to how he handles He's the a Scientologist. I know you, that. I'm talking on. about. <laughs> yeah, so you're, 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 you're elevating him above Nick Nick Jonas? I am when he talks to I the. I believe pro- Nick Jonas more than I did Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, but I, let me finish. I and, and when he answers questions about this to the press, he doesn't hurt the topic by saying this. I mean, is there life out there? You're a sci-fi hero. We need to hear it from you. Well, what do you think? I don't know. Is I mean, it, aliens uh, exist. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a deep I, question to ask on the red know. carpet, but we need know. to know this. I've never met one, but I also, you got to think how arrogant of us to think that we're only we're the only living beings in all of the solar systems of forever. I don't know. I think that's I, a yes, I think then. that would be, I think I would have to go maybe. You know, at least he's deflecting, but not turning it off he's not saying something silly that that would make this topic you know circle the drain so to speak does that make sense he's he's deflecting it but he's not putting it down does that help in any way shape or form anybody neither hurts nor helps right exactly well at least i prefer that to a guy that good naturedly wants to believe and wants to help like jonas but supports his um, his conversation about it with silliness but I, I don't think you. I think you're comparing apples to oranges here, because Nick Jonas had a personal experience about it. Someone just randomly asked the question of Tom Cruise, yeah. so anybody could answer the question the way Tom Cruise did. Yeah, it's possible. Everybody believes that. I mean, for the most part, right? Well, but what I'm saying yeah. is that that celebrity per se didn't hurt the argument. But it didn't. But, it ha- it, but it, Jonas, it, with a good heart and wanted to pro- promote yeah. the argument. Hurt the argument. Then again, if that I makes gotta, sense. I got to cut this Jonas a break. Where, where, was this on a talk show, a comedy talk show? It was on that. It's it, allegedly comedy. What's that guy on CBS? What's his name? Oh, uh, one of late night a shows. Late night shows. So yeah. he's got. So he's got two minutes to talk, and he's got to tell a quick sto- anecdote. And you know, and and the other guy, you know, is just trying to jump. Could be making fun of him, and so he's trying to. Say something quick. I oh, got yeah, I, I got to cut the guy a break. Yeah. In fact, I actually uh, I'm changing my mind on Jonas now. I, I think he's helping the cause. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this: neither of these these characters are coming on our show, so you can say whatever you want. Don't worry about the effect upon that. Uh, did you want Nick Jonas to come on the show? <laughs> I'll take anybody that can. Now, would you be us. honest with Nick? If we had Nick Jonas, yes, on. I would. I would play that for him. And say, what do you what do you mean by that? What are you talking about? What's up? You, two two people, a guy in Nevada and in Arizona, whatever, saw this. That's not evidence. I'm glad you believe in it because I would that's nice it's a good step in the right direction here's some information and by the way here's a number of Dr. Viviani when you got the molar there as you know with a problem speak to him about the UFOs as well it's a two for visits right down the road yes or no try it see if he'll come on that's what I, I think right. that's what yeah, you should I think do. you should do it uh, here's a little thing that I have, I have a pet peeve I have a little bit of a uh, you I don't know how to peeve? yeah I don't know how to handle this you have a lot of pets by the way this is what I got we did the show a year ago and the show, you know, a number of them, but one of them, Alejandro, Alizondo, remember this guy, yes. the whistle bowler and blower and so forth, and he was going to be at the UFO Congress Convention, the International UFO Congress Convention in Arizona, mm-hmm. and we said, let's go there, let's get press passes, oh, let's yeah. talk about this, remember that? Yeah. I followed up on this, and... I sent a note out to them last summer, before last summer, because last summer in August was their event. A couple of weeks ago... Ago, like their event this year was August in the summer, right? Which is now a couple of months ago. 
In July, a month before this year's convention, I received correspondence from them. And you ready for what they said to me? This is the only correspondence I get back. Hello, will you be coming? We need names for the press passes, if so. N- 10 months, 11 months after my initial request for the con- the conference in 2018, they're asking me, are we coming a week or two before the 2019 convention? I feel bad. I, huh. I, I'm happy they did that. But why did it take them, not, whatever, 10, oh, 11 yeah. months to are respond? Are they referring to, are you coming to the 2019 convention? Yes. I, I'm talking, uh, 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 actually, yeah, hold maybe. on. There's even more. Hang on. I'm sorry. Okay. We could certainly offer you press passes. Give us the names of the people you'd like to have. Um, you like to have The passes will get you into exhibits and lectures. Anything further like banquets will be need to be purchased. Unfortunately, unfortunately... Mr. Elizondo will not be joining us, but we have many other great guests. I have listed them in the emails below. Feel free to contact them to set up interviews. So they're talking about this year's convention, well, maybe responding too- to my note from well, a maybe- year ago, though. Okay, well, first of all. It's a year ago I asked them. Let's let's bring it down a notch. <laughs> but also, no, what I'm saying is maybe last year's was just filled. It was too late. And Listen, I love you that got they, on the list, and they're they're sending you an invite for this year. I think you're reading. I, I mean, if me, I'd be thrilled to be getting that. I am thrilled, and I would have gone. We'll be back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Johnny Mac was a psychiatrist, tenured professor at Harvard, no. was given by a friend of his the opportunity to interview uh, some of the people who uh, said we're, we've been abducted by UFOs. After 200 interviews, he concluded they were right. And he almost lost his tenure at Harvard. His wife and children, he lost his wife and children over it, and he walks out of the door not too long after that, and he's hit by a hit-and-run driver and killed. His conclusion was, UFOs are on another plane, another reality. What I didn't see Johnny Mac ask in the readings that I've done is, what are they doing? So why don't they display? And what is the intent? If they're not displaying, they're hiding. There's a mystery here when... A mind like Johnny Mac can say, this happened, something is happening, what is it? That's the question. Isn't that interesting? That's our friend of the show, William Shatner, uh, through Kevin Burns, will sort of say he's a friend uh, and (laughs) extend that on everything old is new again. He's more like a distant cousin. (laughs) We know a guy that knows him and the guy we know likes him and likes us and never has mentioned us to William Shatner. But okay, (laughs) this is what we want to talk about. William Shatner now, of course, is a celebrity. He's on a show unexplained. He's talking about UFOs there with Larry King, who can't keep quiet for three minutes to listen to the, the answer. You hear him? Every two minutes he's interrupted. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, okay, yeah. He's like, Larry, I'm not done yet. Can I finish my sentence? You know, like, holy smokes, Larry, put the suspenders on backwards. So now here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Larry, go on another date no, for wife you know, number 12 or 13. I, I don't know how Larry King got what he, He's like the worst interview in the world. You know why? 
Mark Simone said this on WOR. He, he, know, he knows him. He says, he is tremendous with the women. He knows exactly what to do. He buys them gifts like crazy. No, he I'm compliments th- them like crazy. And he woos these women like I'm not like talking crazy. about his marriage. I'm talking about his oh. career. How does, it, how does he have a talk <laughs> show when he's a horrible interviewer? Same thing. He woos them with candy. And- <laughs> you know what he says? Larry King is proud to say, that I've never the- run one book. I've never seen one movie. Uh, the, cele- the guests that I have, yeah. I know nothing he's about. unprepared. Yeah, totally unprepared, and he, he's he's like the worst. He is the absolute worst interview on the planet. He doesn't know anything about the people. No. He he just he and he all he wants to do is talk about him. Here he can't wait to interrupt Shatner to yeah. get in there and talk about something. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, I think this or you know, so Larry, we don't care. Go on another date, please. Honestly, <laughs> how many marriages? I think he's got eight or nine at this point. Yeah, but you know, but you see, tremendous him. with candy and flowers. That's yeah. the key. He knows what women want. He he compliments them until they say yes. He just continues. he badges them. Yes, until they say yes. correct. And his money, his vast wealth, yeah. has nothing to do <laughs> right. with it. You're yeah. Right. yeah. All right, we're talking UFOs here, and uh, th- that Larry King, the way he looks now, maybe he's the missing link here. I don't know, but wow. The, you mean the, in the evolution in the of evolution of UFO conversation? Ouch. Now here's the thing. William Shatner is talking about it. He's talking about with some intelligence and a modicum of seriousness there about, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I think it's something to investigate, something to look into. Again, it's a celebrity that you tell me, how did he handle that, doctor? No, that was good what he was doing. Yeah, like, you know, I don't, you know, he he was not going off the deep end. And we talk about a real guy, this guy, Mac. And so, do you know this guy with the whole story? No, that I don't know. It's interesting. He brought up something new to the the table and just... that's beyond my radar. I he know does true. his research. Shatner knows what's going on, and if you see him, he, he's not a fool. He knows what's happening. So, uh, speaking of someone that may or may not be a fool, I don't know. I have no idea about this, but let's throw this at you. Jimmy Carter. In 1969, Georgia governor and future U.S. president Jimmy Carter claims he witnessed a UFO. Jimmy Carter is running for president and he's asked on the campaign trail, will you tell the truth to the American people about UFOs? And Jimmy Carter says, yes, I will. In 1977, when Carter wins the presidency, he directs the CIA to release top secret reports on UFOs and extraterrestrial life. The CIA refuses. Carter tries another way. Jimmy Carter asks the director of Central Intelligence, George H.W. Bush. Mr. Director, can you tell me what the CIA knows about UFOs? George, consummate professional, says, Mr. President-elect, you have no need to know. Mm, is it Wouldn't that be prudent at this juncture. <laughs> Can't tell you that. Doctor. Does that make any sense? The President of the United States, we've seen this in, in her book. Not going to do it. Yeah. They, they will not release the information even to the President of the United no, States. No. Listen, he's, they figured, look, he's, this guy's only going to be in power four years, eight years, whatever it may be. Then he's out. It, the, these guys that know, tip, 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 top of the iceberg that really know stuff. They've been there for years. And I t- said it before. It's very compa- calm, compactalized, compact. Decompartmentalized. Compartmentalized, where you'll, X will know a certain amount, Y will know a certain amount, and very few people have everything uh, together. Well, let me so, ask you a question. Does HW know, then? 
That that was the obviously he does. Know. Yeah, he knew, and he had no intention. You or... have no idea. No, that's so why should. Why didn't he release information? Something. Why isn't that? Wouldn't be prudent. You're seeing like we don't know the ins and outs of the workings of Washington, but you know this, the intelligence agencies they don't. They don't listen to the, like the, the White House, and they, they do what they want. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not. It, what about the not, thousand points of light? Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe he was hinting at something. There. Well, let's be. We have this impression that there's this one government, and everyone's on the same page. Yeah. It's complete. It's not that way. No, people you know work I mean? against each other. They look into your best different interest. agencies, different funding. Everyone's got their own thing in mind. No one's working together as a cohesive group no. for the most part. Look they at, try. And, look, you at, know. look at back to nine eleven. The C. CIA didn't know what the FBI knew. Right. Uh, you know, just on basic stuff, on human beings. But they now did. you've got a guy, though, that allegedly would know H.W., who becomes president. And still says nothing. Right. So what is that? Either there's nothing, or why is he not releasing anything? Well, they don't, they've made the decision not to release. Uh, and what would happen if he did, do you think? I mean, he's president. Well, supposedly, that, you know, Kennedy wanted to do something about it, they said, and that could be one of the reasons right. that they got rid of him. Isn't that interesting? David Cohen, he just, he become crestfallen <laughs> with that statement. <laughs> he didn't like that. <laughs> All right, talking about that, Nixon allegedly knew about this. Yeah. And routinely played golf with Jackie Gleason. This is a great story. Now, Jackie Gleason loved and was a huge fan. I don't know if fan's the word, but he, let's put it this way. He also was an aficionado, just much like Dr. Viviani well, he, of the UFOs. Yes, he was. In fact, he built a home in um, Westchester, New York, that looks like a spaceship. Yeah. And there's pictures of it online. Look, look at this thing. Okay, that's his home. He was that much into UFOs. So he said to the president, his good buddy who played cards with all the time, not cards, golf, golf with, hey, what's up with the UFOs? Nixon says what? Doctor? Says, I can't tell you. I can't stop asking me. I can't tell you. So you what eventually happens? The story supposedly goes that uh, that after a few drinks, uh, Nixon uh, uh, got away from the uh, Secret Service. Goes up to Gleason, Gleason's house, <laughs> and is supposedly driving himself, but maybe he had a driver. Uh, but he's without. He goes, "I'm going to go show you. I'm going to finally show you something." They go to whatever base was down. This was in Florida. Okay. They were. They go to some base down there in Florida, and they go in there, and the guard couldn't believe what they saw. There's Jackie Gleason and Richard Nixon in the car, and he goes, "I can't let you let me in. You know who I am." And they let him in, and supposedly they saw, uh, I think, a dead alien. Okay, or. Not alive, I don't think. It was a dead alien body or something along those lines. And it, it affected Gleason so much that when he came back, he was always a heavy drinker, but he went off the deep end, according to his wife. He was drinking like crazy. He was depressed. He was just going nuts. And his house was full of paranormal books, UFO books, all kinds of stuff. He was into it. But whatever he saw, whatever happened that night... Affected him for the rest of his life. He his ex-wife. You ready for this? Never the same. I'll never forget the night in 1973. My famous husband came home, slumped, white-faced in an armchair, and spilled out the incredible story to me. Blah blah blah. All right. Apparently arranged for Gleason to be escorted through Homestead Air Force, ba Air Force Base in Florida to view four little embalmed aliens with small bald heads and disproportionately large ears. This is his ex-wife, Beverly, told this story after uh, they all died. And, I mean, there's a lot of discussion of this. Even William Shatner himself recently, as such an authority of William Shatner, um, tweeted about this and said, 
answering a question, somebody answer, asking him, is this true or not? He says, Gleason said Nixon showed him the Roswell aliens. So I'm just saying, it's it's not a story that's undercover. It's out there. Everyone is, if you want to look for this story, it's there. Yeah. Is it real? Do we know anything about it beyond that? I don't know. No, how do, how do we know that it's real? How? Yeah, exactly. It's impossible to tell. I guess we'll find out. I mean, it's skeptical say that uh, how can the president get away? They never let him get away from the... Secret Service, you know? I just think it's interesting. David Cohen finishing up here. Well, why would he show that to Jackie Gleason? They were buddies. He kept it, yeah, apparently, still. for like years, he kept saying, hey, come on, I got to know, I got to know, I got to know. And I think, supposedly, he, after a few drinks, you know, finally gave in. And by the way, Gleason was, at the time, 73, was a huge, huge, huge star. Yeah. Just FYI. All right, yeah. whatever. That's uh, our discussion of UFOs this time. We will be back and discuss UFOs at a certain time in the future. David Cohen? I, was, I thought you were going to say, with an actual alien <laughs> next time. We'll be back right at this. And everything else to do again. Thank you, Doctor, for the visit. Doctor.